Hey, it's Rob and Kennedy. Hello, today on the Email Marketing Show, we're talking to Karonda Adair, and we're going to be talking about her journey in email marketing and about how she made more money by going on a camping holiday. We'll get into that. <laughs> now, I know that by the end of this episode, you're going to have loads of questions. You're going to want to know how you can take this stuff and apply it to your own business and your own stuff. So we'd love to invite you to come and hang out with us as ever in our free Facebook group. It's called the Email Marketing Show Community. And we really built it to form a tribe around this podcast for people who listen to it, love it, and want to talk more about the conversations we have on this podcast and anything else email marketing related, to be fair. Um, so to find the group, all you have to do is open Facebook and search for the Email Marketing Show Community. Request to join we'll get you approved really fast you'll be in there we're in there we'll all be in there it's going to be a great time go and search for the email marketing show community and breathe <sighs> he had to explain his chocolate addiction to some americans how tough it's comedy hypnotist robert temple and he got upstaged by the northern lights it's psychological mind reader kennedy Okay, what was more difficult? Was it explaining the chocolate addiction or was it the fact that it was to some Americans? I mean, that was a pretty detailed fact. <laughs> yeah, it's a combination of the two. So I was talking about being addicted to chocolate and eating like bags of chocolate a day uh -huh. by myself. And the Americans we were sat with at our Level Up Mastermind over dinner were like looking at me really puzzled until we all came to the same realisation at the same time, which is American chocolate. Sorry, folks, but it's dreadful. Whereas English chocolate is outstanding. Mm. And so... The, the Americans we were sat with just couldn't understand how somebody could be addicted to something that tastes that terrible. So you need to try our Maltesers, they're the best. <laughs> yeah. So, you got upstaged by the Northern Lights. I mean, everything in the world should be upstaged by the Northern Lights, to be fair, but this is funny. <laughs> yeah. So basically, I was uh, when I used to work on cruise ships doing my mind-reading act, I, uh, I was... On, I was going to be on the last night, the closing night of the cruise. The whole, the whole week, these poor, poor passengers had paid a fortune to be on this special cruise to see the Northern Lights. And every night, sorry everybody, it's over overcast. Sorry every night, it's over, it's overcast. They didn't get to see the Northern Lights. And so there's all like, there's like two thousand pissed off cruisers in the theatre, packed out. There's nothing else to do. There's, you know, it's cold and miserable outside because we're in like flipping Iceland or Norway or somewhere. And uh, so I'm about to walk on stage. The announcement goes on. Please welcome from the United Kingdom, you know, or whatever. And I'm about to walk on. And then there's just 2,000 people there ready, pissed off, but ready. And you just hear, ding dong. This is the captain speaking. If you look over the starboard bow, you'll be able to see the northern lights. Have you ever heard 2,000 people leaving a room before? That's what I was hearing from backstage. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was... Yeah, so I was upstaged by the Northern Lights. It's true. It's true. Um, so, hello. We are a stage hypnotist and a psychological mind reader turned email marketing geeks who give course creators, coaches, and membership site owners everything that you need to use psychology-driven email marketing and be the email marketing hero in your business. That means you make more sales more predictably in less time with a brand new episode every email marketing Wednesday. Happy email marketing Wednesday. Yes, you realised you were complaining there in your story about the Northern Lights. You were complaining about having a night off. You could now just go and put your feet up. But that's I, when you love what you do. Dude, I'd done me hair. I'd put me, I'd put me suit on. I'd done the nerves. I'd done the bloody rehearsal. 
Yeah, I was really. Then again, when you love what you do, you don't want a day off, do you? That's why we all love doing what we do, I guess. Exactly. That's why we're here, isn't it? Make sure you hit the subscribe on your podcast player to make sure you download a new episode of this to your podcast player every single email marketing Wednesday. Your job as a person doing email marketing for your business is to convert as many people on your email list into customers, but it's literally impossible to do that if your emails are not actually getting delivered into the inbox. And we can't take this delivery thing for granted. We do have to do some work on it. We can't put all of the responsibility for that on our email marketing platform, like jumping from one platform to the next, hoping that you're going to get better delivery. You have to take some of the responsibility here. And it all comes down to the data quality, the quality of the data that you've got in your email platform. That's what is the difference between your emails landing in the email inbox and just not at all. In fact, Zero Bounce in their email list decay report, sounds exciting, found that almost 23% of the average email list goes bad every year. That's almost a quarter of the average email list actually goes rotten just while you're sat sending emails and hoping for the best. In fact, only 57% of all email addresses that Zero Bounce checked last year were valid and safe to use. Only 57%, right? And they actually validated more than 6 billion emails just in 2022. And Zero Bounce have got this amazing collection of tools that help you to boost deliverability. And they're kind enough to sponsor this episode of the show. So you can go and check out these amazing tools and make sure that your email addresses are being verified and validated against all these data points, go check it out at emailmarketingheroes.com slash bounce. That's emailmarketingheroes.com slash bounce. And remember, by supporting and checking out our sponsors, you're also supporting the show. So, Karonda, welcome to the Email Marketing Show. Thanks for being with us. Thank you so much for having me. And thank you for sitting patiently. It's the slowest I've ever heard it. I put you guys at least on one and a half. <laughs> I'm sorry, I we'll try and speed up for you. Yeah, yeah, we'll yeah. try and speed up for you. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. So for those people who don't know uh, about, about your world and about what you're doing and stuff like that, tell us a bit about what is your business and what it is you do. So we've got some context around the conversation we're about to have. Absolutely. So uh, my name is Karanda Adair, and I am a certified marketing automation service provider. And um, we provide, we build automated marketing engines for mission-driven service-based business owners. And we actually do automation in three different areas, it, marketing or sales or onboarding. Um, and it was a long, it was a long circuitous journey to get to that point. I started out 10 years ago making $500 WordPress websites. So it's been, it's been a journey. Wow. Yes. I remember when you could get a, a WordPress website for 500 bucks. I remember those days. I look at how much we paid for our new website and go, it wasn't 500 bucks. I can tell you that. But you know, you get what you pay for. You get what you pay. I'm so sure yours were great at the time. First thing they to were. Out, it was a steal. Yeah, exactly. First thing to pull out of that is obviously you're primarily a service-based business. Do you do anything that's sort of um, qualified like in yeah. that sense or is it just uh, the service stuff? So you have caught me maybe 75, 80% into a pivot. Um, so for the last four years, our flagship product has actually been a boot camp, a content boot camp, because what happened as a web developer, even though I raised my prices, thank goodness, um, is that a lot of times I would be coaching the business owner because they thought, oh, this website, I'm going to redo my website and that's going to fix my marketing. And I was right. like, yeah, not so much. <laughs> so... I really kind of got tired of of 
fighting with people about it. And so I was like, well, I'm just going to put that to the side and I'm just going to teach people how to be people online, Mm. right? How to use content to actually make sales. And so I taught that for four years and it only took about nine months into it before they were like, this is amazing. It's working. Uh, Our tech is shit. Can you help us? (laughs) I was like, okay. So I did both. I had content bootcamp. That was kind of my front facing offer. And then when people came through that, then they could go into insourced, which was kind of the umbrella for all of our done for you and all the things that we saw our clients struggling with, whether it was we need a new website or we need to set up email marketing or we need some automation or we need a learning management system. All of those things we kind of like dumped into the pot and I didn't sell any of it. It's like, but if you needed it, I would, I would give it to Do you. It. Okay. Um, well, not for free. Yeah, <laughs> I, sure, didn't, sure. I didn't advertise it. Um, so that's what we were doing for you know the last four years, and then last summer, um, just the market change, the climate change, the pandemic fatigue, the price of eggs. I don't know. Um, we really had to to look at what we were doing and change it, and and look at like what does the market need? And you know, uh, you guys have had Chris Davis on the podcast. Mm-hmm. You know, he's amazing and part of his community. And we were looking at like, are people really using automation as much as we think they are? <laughs> so um, I started going to my community, and I'm like, hey, give me 500 bucks and give me your active campaign login, and let me see what's going on in there. And there wasn't a lot. There wasn't a lot going on in there, like <laughs> a lot of the time. And so we just created a a new offer and it's called CRM to sales. And it's really just focused on let's help you build actual marketing automation or sales automation or onboarding so that you can do whatever it is you need to do in the business. Like they've got, they've got their VA that they're paying, you know, 12 bucks an hour or whatever, trying to do all these sophisticated things. And it's like, they're not a strategist. Mm. They, they don't understand how to actually make it work for the business owner. Mm. And so we just come in and do that and, so we do the audit and then we optimize everything, clean up the mess if there is one, mm-hmm. um, and then we maintain that. I love it. I love it. So basically, um, we often talk to people who have a course or something and they're using email marketing for it. But if, but you're using email marketing to sell services, to various services, your time, your colleagues' times, your staff's times, like which, which is amazing to, to think that this is not just the stuff that we drum on about all the time, which is a course or a membership or a, or a coaching program. This is literally amazing services. So tell me about what what was the beginning of your journey when it comes to like email marketing specifically, I guess? Okay. Well, the very beginning was me telling everybody how great and important email marketing was mm. and not actually doing it. Love it. <laughs> and I, I specifically want to call that out because I think a lot of my clients and so many people know that they should be and they have like massive guilt because they're like, oh, I know. And I was like, and I had the, I had put up, you know, back in that day was just like, join our newsletter. Like that was what everybody did. And so I had like maybe a hundred people on my list. And after a while, I was like, this is ridiculous. I have to, you know, I have to actually like do the thing. Mm. And so um, I had just started following James Clear and his thing was he did, you know, a blog post every, I think Monday and Thursday. And so it's like, all right, every Thursday, I'm going to do a blog post every week and I'm going to email my list about it on Thursday. And like, that's what I'm going to do. And so I made that commitment and I started, I started emailing and, you know, there were some, there were some 2 a.m. Wednesday nights to keep that commitment, oh but I did that, you know, all summer and I started getting all these opportunities, invites to go on podcasts and speak on stages and mm. clients and all the things. So that was like the very beginning. And when I found the league, I was, you know, kind of doing my regular 
email thing. Like I had been through digital marketer and like all the all the things mm-hmm. that you go through. Yep. So I mean, I was I was emailing. I was probably doing minimum once a week emails, um, but I didn't really have like a, a system. This sounds like a classic case of people who it feels like I'm doing email marketing, which means I'm sending some emails out. Uh, and then you kind of uncover that when you pull back the cover a little bit, you uncover actually what's possible and actually what email marketing could be and what kind of comes next. What had been your biggest barrier with email up to that point? Um, I think just the constant, like, oh, I've got to think of something new, right? And, and you know, I... I, I talk a lot in my business too about like, don't do the thing to check the box. So I wasn't doing that. Like I was, I, I loved email, <laughs> but, um, but you still have to figure out like, okay, what am I going to talk about? What's my thing this week? Or what am I leading up to? Or what am I trying to sell? Or, you know, it's just like a heavy kind of mental lift. Cause it's not, it's not planned out. It's just like, okay, what am I going to do this week? And that's like, that's like emotionally and like, that was a big drain on when you're in that space of going, you know, I've, I've got to do this in my marketing. I said I was going to do it. I'm not just taking the box. I've got to show up and actually do it legitimately. But God, I haven't got the energy. Or oh, that's a lot of work. I mean, isn't it? Or I just have a lot of other things to, you know, like yeah. I'm, you know, the service industry. It's like you hustle and you get the clients and then you got to serve Deliver. clients. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, absolutely. You've got it. And now, so now you've got, at that point, you're in a place of going, I need to do lots of work, which is uphill uh, to do the selling. But the consequence of that is, but then, then I'll have to serve all these clients. So I've now got double the amount of resistance, which is not good for the, the cognitive load, that sort of the mental calories we have to burn to, to get through that. And, and what what was the result of that? Did that mean you sort of, um, you put it off or were you, um, I mean, how what was that looking like? Uh, I didn't put it off because I really, I, I'm just like a writer by inclination. Like, yeah. Before email marketing was a thing, before I had a business, before I knew anything about list building, like way, way back in the day, I just BCC'd like a bunch of people <laughs> that I knew because <laughs> I was like, I know all the, I'm an extrovert. So I was like, I know all these people and I want to keep in better touch with them. So I started a quote unquote newsletter and right. I called it Chick Beat. And it was just <laughs> me BCCing a bunch of people <laughs> about whatever I was up to. <laughs> I love it. I love it. That's so good. <laughs> so before- so. So you've always wanted to share and writing is not a problem for you, but I know that's not the case for everybody, but I love that. I love that you were already leading into it and like getting expressing yourself wasn't a thing. So before, before you actually joined the league and started putting our processes and our systems in place, which we'll get into what you did there and the learning we can all take from that and some actions we can all take. Also want to get to talking about your, your vacation, your holiday and stuff, but what did it, what did it all look like in terms of were you just doing real-time broadcast newsletters? Did you have any automation set up at the beginning? Or or how did that all look? Um, it was mostly broadcast. Mm-hmm. And I think my I had an automated welcome sequence, like Perfect. most people. And yeah. I think that that is really, I think, what most people think of as email automation is like, I've got a welcome sequence. And I had like four or five emails, you know, that I was using. I've used different people's templates over the years. Um, and that was it. There was no more automation. Right, right. And then people would roll into your weekly email. And yep, they roll there. into the, yeah. Okay. So then you come along, you find our stuff, you listen to a bit of it, you join the league. Uh, what was the first change you made at that point? Um. So uh, I was listening to today's episode. I saw you shouted out one of my past clients, Marissa, about, you know, I did the thing and I made $3,000. And when Marissa came into our community in bootcamp, she introduced a concept to us called FTFP, which means follow the fucking plan. Which I love. So, I love it. Follow the fucking plan. 
So when I came to the league, it was June of 2021. And, you know, the onboarding is amazing. It's probably better now than it was then, but it was great then. And you literally, you get in there and it's like, okay, here's the 12 things that you should do, like in the order or based on where you're at, here's what you should do next. And it's like, we'll go build your engine and go write your welcome sequence and put it in there and write a self sequence and put it in there. And that to me is like the minimum, right? And so that's what I did. I spent like 80 hours uh, over that month and wow. I just like tore everything apart that I was doing and I built my engine and I, you know, shipped it, sent it out there. I love it. I love it. Just just literally getting in there. And, and we, we were talking about this before we hit record on today's episode and about, I've heard, I've spoken to people who talk about just following the fucking plan, right? They'll go, oh, I'm, I'm putting together a webinar. Okay, what have you done? Well, I've got this bit from this guy and this woman taught me I should do this. And this chap said this and that person said this. And I've done, I've put all of them together and I've created a webinar. And I always say, in that case, You've got no one's fucking webinar. Like you haven't followed any plan. Why you've sort of totally wasted your time. But I love the fact that you just said, you know what? This is really important. I understand how important this stuff is, that it's the sales mechanism for my entire business. I'm going to dedicate 80 hours. No, not everybody can do that. I, I get that. But the fact that you just went, sleeves up, let's go. I'm I'm in, I'm in and I'm going deep on this is is just amazing. Well, here's the thing. Like I lasted maybe four days from getting on the list to actually buying the league. There so clearly it works. Yeah. Yeah. It works. It works very well. <laughs> and I, I'd like to, and th that's an interesting point, actually. I think sometimes people do look at campaigns that they're thinking about sending out and say, oh, that seems a bit intense. I can't send that many emails. I can't do this. I don't want to do that. And, you, and then we look at it and we go, well, that's the campaign that made you buy this. So don't you want to do the marketing that worked on you? Presumably that's the marketing you would like to put out into the world too. Anyway, that's that aside. One of the things I think is interesting is, um, People might, as Kennedy just hinted at, might go, oh my God, 80 hours. I haven't got 80 hours. And yeah. that's okay. If people want to do it slower and kind of pace themselves with it, that's totally fine. That's what most people will do. Having said that, uh, we're big fans of just stop doing stuff that's absolutely not working and focus on the stuff that's proven to work. And so like, if somebody is doing a bunch of stuff that's taking up so much of their time, they can't afford to invest that kind of time into something like email marketing. Would you like, let's talk about what happened was that time well spent if you had to redirect it from somewhere else then that's one thing but like was is that time well spent it was and i also want to remind people that i do this for a living <laughs> so, so absolutely like don't yeah. it's like saying well i can't swim like michael phelps well of course you can't right. um not yep. to compare myself to michael phelps but i don't know he's the example that always comes to me <laughs> um yes it was time well spent so one of the things um is we have let's see Yes, we did have Obi at that point. So we have uh, a high energy uh, dog who is featured in a lot of my mar marketing. He's a Vishla. So that takes a lot of my mm. time. And we like to travel. We like to go camping. And so this was June, right? So summer was coming. And that means we're going to be going on trips. I'm going to be wanting to get outside. We're going to be doing dog things. Um, and so that was part of my kind of drive and motivation is like, I am not going on into vacation season without having this thing set up. Right. <laughs> so so that, you had like a that motivator. Of, yeah, that was like definitely part of the urgency. And mm. so I did that. And then of course we started doing the things, doing the things. And so, you know, sometimes we go off grid, we come back, open up. I'm like, ooh, made a sale. And I do have some digital products. I don't like a course per se as sure. like a flagship, but I definitely have some di digital products and I put those in there. And so I would come back and I'd be like, ooh, sales. And it was like, 
you know, it wasn't like a crazy amount of sales in the beginning, but the fact that it happened while I was like camping and doing other things like was not lost on me. Right. It's like, okay, if I can make three sales, then I can make 300. Yeah. Yeah. No sales call needed. Like there is that, there is a moment I think for all of us who've made us, you know, you, you remember your first sales or you remember that feeling of those first sales going, flipping hell. Like I was, I was away doing a different thing. I was off grid. I was camping. I was in a tent in the middle of the woods. Didn't see anybody, and yet people were seeing my messages, and they were they were investing in in my resources, in my in my stuff, and that's you know it's 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 not a small thing. I think for us who've been doing it a while, you can't sort of get lost in that and go, well, of course they did. Let's get the bigger numbers. You go, no, but it's still amazing. It is amazing. It yeah, because I mean, I I teach people content, right? Mm. I teach people how to show up online, right. and a lot of that was really focused on social media because I wanted them to get that immediate feedback, right? I wanted them to start conversations. And so one of the things that changed the focus of of bootcamp is that, okay, yeah, we're going to do that. And then when you get good at it, right? When you start producing content that's working, then we're going to put that in your email engine. Mm, I like that. So that yeah. everybody who comes into your world can see it. Yeah. And, and that's a really big thing. I think anybody take... Uh, one of the nice things about an email engine that I, that I particularly love about it, it's an accidental discovery we made. We didn't design it this way particularly, but it's a nice accidental byproduct, which is you can write a, pro, write, write a campaign and send it out live now and be making sales the next few days from that campaign. And then you can then stick that into an automation so it works forever. You don't have to one, send it out live and then have wasted all that effort and it never gets used again. It's recyclable marketing, right? You get to reuse it and and build an asset that's that's doing something for you. And secondly, and this is the really cool bit, is to build this email engine. You don't have to sit and build a whole thing like you do with other platforms that we've seen or other mechanisms of doing this. You have to build the whole thing secretly in a cupboard under the stairs in the dark before you can then at some point drop everybody into it all at once. You're sort of sending it live, putting it in the bank, putting, sending it live, putting it in the engine, live engine, live, which means you're building it as you go while monetizing it, which I think is amazing. And I, I, one of the things I definitely want to talk about is back in October, you did a launch and you teased us. You said, actually, I'm not going to tell you about this until we hit record. So I've got no idea. She might be about to go, and it sucked. I don't know. But <laughs> what? <laughs> I hope you wouldn't do that on a podcast. We're about to find out. Well, we'll take a risk. We're all friends here. So what happened with your October launch 2021? So um, over the summer last year, it was October of last year. It was very recent, actually. Um, so over last summer, Sorry, we made a lot of changes. I don't know what year it is anymore. Yeah, we don't. I, I know. Um, so we made a ton of changes in the business just because the market changed and we really had to look at what we were doing. And so we kind of went all in on the email marketing thing. Yeah. And so I'm like, okay, well, now I got to announce this to the world and see if people want to buy it. Right? right. And so I had a trip coming. I had a trip to Cabo coming up for a conference. And so I was literally, I was like last minute writing a new overture. And I remember I came on a, a coaching call, Rob, and I was like, hey, I'm going to launch this new thing. And you, I, I think I, I was thinking about using some, one of the more complicated campaigns. And you were like, oh, just use the overture. It's like a nice, you know, introduction and it's not a heavy lift, you know, setup wise. And I was like, oh yeah, that's a good idea. It's much easier. So I'm writing this thing last minute, hit send, get in the, get in the lift, go to the airport. And uh, so I'm in Cabo and I'm watching the applications come in for this new offer. And I sent it to 600. My list is very small. 
and I sent it to 621 people because those were the most engaged people on our list. And I sent it to 21 past clients. So I'm watching applications come in for this thing and people are buying the audit and we're like, you know, going down the path. And within six weeks, we were booked up for the year. Like we couldn't take anybody else. And and between October and the end of the year, we did $86,500 of that new offer. Holy shit, that's incredible. Well done. The power of a great, well-refined offer, mailing your most engaged people, exactly as we teach it, and then having a good, well-structured campaign that keeps in touch with people from different angles and just, just and, and then just doing the work. I mean, just follow the plan, right? <laughs> just do the thing. That's incredible. That was you. And you want to hear funny is that somebody reached out to me and to invite me to be like in their summit, and they were like, mm. "We're gonna, you know, get you get exposure to like sixty thousand new people." And then I found out when I talked to her, I'm like, "Oh, that's because you're required to have ten thousand people on your list," or because mm. so she promptly disinvited me when she found out like my list size, and I'm like. She's like, oh, we could do something else. We could do like a Facebook Live or something. And I said, yeah, we could talk about my 86K launch, you know, with these less than a thousand people when we do that. And she was, her eyes got all big. And <laughs> it's like, so yeah, it's, you don't need a huge. And I've, I've had this objection lately too, with people who are like, well, I don't want to do that yet. Cause I just, I only have 250 people or I only have a small list. And I'm like, if you can't make money from your small list, growing it is not going to help you. <laughs> Absolutely not. Growing a list before you've got your offer nailed in and before you've got a conversion mechanism in there. It's just a myth that we all think, oh, we'll put off this other, we'll put that off because we're going to do all this other stuff and it's completely pointless. That is so inspiring. Absolutely amazing. Hats off to you. Absolutely brilliant. So what's the next piece of the puzzle for you? What's next that you're going to be working on with, uh, with your email marketing? Have you got something in the plan? I do. Um, basically going back to foundations because we we basically tore the whole business apart and mm. um, centered it around this new offer. And then I realized, okay, if I'm really going to focus on this thing and grow it, I can't really, I don't really have time to do that and do all the things I wanted to do with bootcamp. So yeah. I probably two weeks ago, I was like, all right, bootcamp's dead. <laughs> and then I realized, because we've been taking now through since you know, for the last three months or so, we've been taking our initial beta clients through this offer. And what I've realized is there's no such thing as like just done for you. Like this is, this is what led me to stop web development. It was like, oh, you know, I need to coach these people. And it's the same thing. Like we give them email templates and we, we do everything possible. It's like, you don't have to touch the tech. We're going to do it. And still people were just struggling to get these four getting to know you emails done and I, so I was like everybody who's not done with your emails get on my calendar right now mm-hmm. and it would just be like a mindset block mm-hmm. or some self doubt or whatever and so now we're just we're bringing everything together it's one offer CRM to sales we're putting the best parts of bootcamp and and that support in there and so I had to tear down my whole engine because my whole business has been, you know. Yeah, you've recentered. Changed. Absolutely. Yeah. So it's probably been, um, it's only been like a week and a half that mm. I 
um, launched like brand new getting to know you sequence, wow. brand new overture. Um, well, not brand new, the same one, the same one I used before. Yeah. 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 <laughs> You've automated them now. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I have those two foundational pieces in and now it's just, um, you know, we're going into, we're doing a launch, uh, in, in this next, over this next month. So I'm, I'm actually getting on a plane to Los Angeles, uh, this afternoon and I'm just going to go for a few days. I'm just going to write emails mm-hmm. and, um, get ready for this launch. So yeah, that's, that's the plan. Okay, so before we let you go, if you were to speak to everyone listening right now and give them one action, something that's had the most impact for you, what would the piece of advice that you would give them? We'll join the league, obviously. I, I mean, mean, I've uh, literally sent a bunch of my, <laughs> there are a bunch of my clients in your program. Sure, sure. Yeah, um, but, it, but something practical. But obviously, if you don't want to do that or you can't do or that. Or you're already like, there. You still, if, you're, if you're already you're, in the league. Or you're already in there. Yeah. Um, just do the thing. Like, it's not like you guys make a secret of what you're doing in there. No. So even if you don't have the exact templates, you can still say, okay, well, I'm going to make a welcome sequence. And then I'm going to figure out how to sell my stuff over mm-hmm. five or six emails. And you can put that in place. It's not that... It's not that challenging or technical, Mm -hmm. you know, you just have to do it. So, and this is what, you know, like for like masterminds and things that I've been in, like very often it's the case that I find out about the thing and then I'm like, well, I can't afford that. So then I go and I figure out like, well, what are they telling you to do Mm -hmm. in their free stuff, the podcast the whatever. And I go and do those things and I make the money to go and hire the person. And the league is much less expensive and much more valuable than most masterminds that I've ever joined. So get in here or if you're in here, Go do the thing. Follow the fucking plan. (laughs) I love it. I love it. That might be the the title of the episode. If for some reason you guys are full of shit and it just doesn't work, then you can go off and start Frankensteining. But like, just try it out the way it's written first. Amazing. Amazing. Uh, If anyone wants to find out more about you, what you're doing, and uh, come and check out your world, because you write amazing content. You put so much valuable stuff out there on social and blogs. Where should people go and have a look? Uh, I'm Carvel Digital pretty much everywhere. So you can go to carveldigital.com. That's K-A-R-V-E-L, like Marvel, but with a K. Um, <laughs> and the homepage is just like, bam, you can jump right into my engine. You can see it for yourself. You can tell me if you think it's shit. Um, so that that's probably the number one place. And then I've been hanging out. I know you guys, <laughs> today's episode was all about like Instagram, it's shit. Um, but I've been hanging out on there just doing stories. Mm. So you can come chat with me over my Instagram stories. Um, I let, you know, I just, I show my dog a lot and I talk about like the conversations I'm having and stuff. So that's a, that's a good place to find me right now. Cool. What's your Instagram handle? Uh, it's Carvel digital as well. And, um, and then I'm trying to, I'm trying to be on LinkedIn more so you can find me just search my name on LinkedIn. You can find me over there. I love it. I love it. Thank you so much for joining us. Absolutely love it. Rob, we're going to go into your subject line of the week, subject line of the week. What's it going to be before we say goodbye to Karonda? So this one is, um, it's, I'll have to spell it out. It's ah, and then, uh, the poop emoji and then start to the day. So in my head, when I wrote it, it's a shit start to the day or a poo start to the day or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so it was, it was rolling on the idea that I might've had a shit start to my day, but actually it was about the fact it was about my dog's morning, morning, morning toilet habits. So how he starts the day with a poop. Uh, so that was the concept of the, uh, the email, but they using an emoji instead of a word, lets them do what they want to do with it. That's it. 
That's this week's... Subject line of the week. Subject line of the week. Sorry, I couldn't find my finger there. Couldn't, I knew where the button was. Couldn't, didn't know where my finger was. That was very, very strange. Very strange experience if you ever had that happen. I know what I'm supposed to be doing. Don't know which... I was. I mean, I nearly slapped it with my nose, to be honest. Anyway, uh, Karanda, thank you so much for joining us on the Email Marketing Show. Really, really amazing stuff. So inspiring. Anyone's listening and you're not already a member of the League, go hit up theleaguemembership.com. Theleaguemembership.com. Check out all the details and get access to everything that Karanda does as well. Uh, thank you so much, and we'll see you all next week.